0: Welcome back to another edition of AFK Discussions. It's your boy Jason, and here with me always is my boy Ty. Yo, what up, boy? What up? Hey, yo, we're uh, doing something a little special tonight. We're in the studios of Merkle Media. Hey, guys, also, go check out Merkle Media because it's such an honor to be in the studio here recording with Jack and uh, having Ty here next to me. And a uh, big shout-out to Tony because, you know, without him, this wouldn't be possible because he's the one that inspired me to do this podcast. Um... But, yeah, go uh, on Instagram, follow Merkle Media, and also follow the Confessionals Podcast. And also check out the Confessionals Podcast wherever you listen to your uh, podcast ad. That's, I think, Apple, Spotify, um, Google. I think it's on everywhere. And also they have an app. So be a subscriber and download the app, and you get um, uh, content right there on your phone. And you also get an extra bonus episode a week. So check out the Confessionals and Merkle Media. And we got Jack Merkel here what's up man how you guys doing good to see us dude it's crazy because I've never recorded
1: like in person with Ty
0: it, it's <laughs> weird to have him sitting here next to me this is the first for sure
1: yeah yeah <laughs> we, we recorded one time with like webcams on where we could see each other right but it's not like yeah, yeah you're I mean, not yeah, yeah you're not able to smell
0: right maybe it's not a good thing you can smell me that's you know something maybe you don't want to have.
1: That's what what's that Halls
0: has it, dude. <laughs> Hall's,
1: Halls has it. Man. So
0: there's a there's a place in Knoxville called Halls. It's like a little community and their slogan is Halls has it. But they really don't have much of anything. So <laughs> Oh man. Walmart. They have a Walmart, yeah. Yeah. And a Rural King.
2: That seems like everywhere. <laughs> Every yeah. place around here is a Rural King, so. Yeah,
1: yeah. You can get a lot of stuff there like my water heater went out I want to say like 2 months ago or something like that. And then, like I, I'm, I'm not a handyman, so like it, water heater going out is like huge for me. So went to Lowe's, bought a new water heater. It comes with like all these things. Bring it back to the house. My father-in-law's there. He's like, yeah, I'll help you replace it. And it's got like an expulsion tank and all sorts of stuff on it. And I was like, do we need that? Can can we cut it off or like I don't I don't know how to reattach that. And he's like, ah. Oh. Yeah, we can just cut that out there, you know. We don't (laughs) need that expulsion tank. I said, well, let me call a buddy of mine who's a, you know, he owns his own construction company. So I called my buddy, Timmy, and I said, hey, uh, my water heater right now has an expulsion tank. I just bought a new water heater. Do I need an expulsion tank? He goes, yes, you live in Maryville. It's a closed water system. You will bust all your pipes in your house. You do not have, because what it is is it has a bladder in it, and so when there's hot water in the tank, and it, it produces like steam or whatever it builds up pressure in the tank that's how the tank stops the pressure because if you don't have it he was like it won't bust all the pipes he said but there's a uh i want to say like an emergency pressure release on oh the water yeah heater yeah that will like go Le- off it releases the steam yeah, or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. if you don't have that and so i'm like oh dude i don't know what i'm gonna do and so because my my father-in-law is very he's very handy But he cuts corners on everything. He's like a country boy. He's like, ah, we can put some duct tape on it. You know what I mean? So, (laughs) um, but I called my uncle and he works for uh, the water company here in Maryville. So he, um, you know, he's like basically a plumber. So he comes, he's like, oh, come over and blah, blah, blah. And. Needless to say, we were missing like a bunch of parts. I like, ah, go to Roll King; they'll have it down at the Roll King. So, d- dude, shout out to Roll King, dude. They're, they're, <laughs> they're, they have it for sure. You guys need dude. to
2: get like a paid promotion on this one for for Roll King. Dude, I
1: might go, might go talk to him after this.
2: See, I, I just know them as the place that has really good popcorn. As soon you oh, <laughs> walk yeah, in the yeah. door,
0: <laughs> that's right, they do, and they have chickens. They do, yeah. yeah they
1: have chickens there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. I don't yeah, a little hatch- ever Seen the chickens?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's wild. They had like a bunch of them too. So like different varieties and everything. It was, uh That was one that was my first experience going in there. Tony yeah. was looking for chickens. So. Yeah, chickens right. have
0: rabbits. I got a good story about a rabbit right now. So we, we have a rabbit. It's a Holland lop. It's like got the little floppy ears and stuff, you know. It's really cute. But uh, my kids didn't put him up last night in the cage. And he, he stays in our house. It's pretty much like a cat, right? He uses a litter box <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. But they left the cage open. So he decided to just hang out. And poop all over the couch last night oh. i mean it's just pellets but you know they're not sticking to anything but i had to clean up a bunch of rabbit poop this morning
1: so you know good morning to me <laughs> tell, tell them how you got the <laughs> rabbit because i never thought i thought when you get a rabbit that's like you go to a flea market and some dude has a bunch of rabbits for sale you know what i mean i didn't think sure, it was yeah. like a thing yeah he's like nah dude we went to a breeder drove like yeah. six hours for this rabbit.
0: yeah we had a it was like three hours up to kentucky and It was a breeder, and he's got, like, a pedigree, and we can show him, like, if we wanted to, but we don't, you know, we don't want to, but, yeah.
1: (laughs) Wild, dude. Wild.
2: Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. I've never heard that. Yeah. The only thing I've seen is, like, some people tend to have, like, a bunch of rabbits, you know, but I didn't know that you could, that they had breeders, and, you know, do
0: they have shows, like, dog shows? They have Rabbit shows, I guess so. I don't know. I mean, I've I've never looked into it, <laughs> but I'm sure they do. I mean, they, they show they have cat shows. I mean, who would want to show a cat? I mean, cats are ridiculous. We have three, you know, and they're like, they do not listen. I mean, you're gonna walk a cat, you know, like you know, have you they're seen the dogs, yeah. yeah? Are they gonna like put a leash on a cat, walk him around? And I don't see that happening.
1: <laughs> it was crazy because when he first told me the story, it was like oh, yeah, you, you know, you went to a breeder to get your dog. I was like, yeah, where'd you get your rabbit? Oh, yeah, we went to a, a like, he, he said it like, you don't know how to get a rabbit? Like, <laughs> no, dude, I've never <laughs> seen a rabbit breeder in my whole life. Like, he oh, was like, man. a breeder, duh.
2: Yeah, so. well, you know, like, I I would say the thing that comes with pretty much owning any animal is poop on some sort of furniture. So yeah. at least it's just pellets and not dog poop. Yeah, but <laughs> still, I mean, gosh,
0: just. They rolled everywhere. Yeah, the I mean <laughs> my kids are just very irresponsible at this point, you know. 10, 10 and 11 years old. I mean, they're just you know, I go to sit on the couch and I hear <laughs> and I'll reach my hand back and there's like just bags of chips they've just stuffed down in the couch instead of walking to the trash can. I'm like, yeah.
1: "What is the deal? Come dude, on, when you're comfortable as a kid, man." Dude. <laughs> I've stuffed I've stuffed some little Debbie wrappers in the couch <laughs> before, dude. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> That's a that's a thing
2: That's like a, You almost feel like you found a, It's like a cheat code When you're a kid You're just like, oh, What are you kidding me This is, is like a garbage can right? <laughs>
1: What are we yeah. doing here I yeah,
2: don't have to get dude. up I can watch my show Play my games That's
1: <laughs> sick Now I used to have a little couch In my room It was like a It was old dude It was like a couch From the 70s But it was like super small I don't know if it belongs To like A Like Height impaired family Or whatever It was like for a kid <laughs> Or something For sure but anyways, I had this little couch in my room, and I'd come home every day. at Game Boy Advance, put in, like, Final Fantasy Tactics or something, and I would sit on that couch, and my mom would be like, you want to eat dinner? And I'd be like, nope. As soon as I get home from school, I'll sit on the couch, might get a couple of little Debbie. W- <laughs> <laughs> play that game, dude. <laughs> shove them in there, man. <laughs> you want to talk about the good old days, man.
2: Oh, man. Yeah, there <laughs> were times my dad, like, I would, <laughs> I would do it not thinking – you know that I would forget about it, but I'd shove like a popcorn bag like down the side of it or something <laughs> yeah. like that, and he'd get home in the morning, and I'd be at school because he worked night shift, and he I'd get home then to the bag sitting at my spot or something like that, and I, you get you get you know reamed over the coals. This is how we get ants.
1: <laughs> right, <laughs> I was dude. just like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah okay.
0: <laughs> We've had fruit flies for like a year because of my kids. Ty came over the house. I was like, look at all these fruit flies. They were like, <laughs> well, no, you said it came from yeah, Sam's from Club Sam's Club, right? Right. So we went and like yeah. we bought apples or something, and they like had I guess eggs on them or something. I didn't know if that was a thing. Um, but but now we since we have them, we can't get rid of them because the kids will like eat a banana, and they'll take the banana peel and throw it under the couch or something.
1: Oh my you know? god,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Seriously?
1: Yo, no way, dude! Oh my god.
2: I think they're, like, trying to outsmart you in some way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, dude, where can I hide this that <laughs> you won't I know I did this? I know. It's <laughs> oh, man, you're going to find it in like the, on the top of a lampshade or something. They're going out of the it's way ridiculous. at this point. Yeah, that's wild, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that used to be my—I used to be an exterminator when I was in PA, and uh, that was my job, to figure out how to kill fruit flies, and they're so annoying because a lot of times that's what would happen. is yeah. like you'd get them, and then they would stick around because you'd typically have fruit in the house, especially with kids, and— the kids would leave their, like, an apple core or, like, half an apple somewhere or an
0: orange peel or
2: an a-, yeah. a banana peel or half a banana anywhere around the house. It could be anywhere, and then you get fruit flies everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's so. it's very annoying. Yeah. Very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> no, my f- my first kid will be born in August, and, um, wow. dude, if he's anything like me, dude, I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in trouble, dude, because I was, like, I was hard to deal with as a kid. I was one of those kids where... If you if you didn't threaten to hit me, like what are you going to do then? You know <laughs> what I mean? That was kind of like my attitude th- which I don't condone, right. right? But like dude, I was a kid, dude. My parents had to hit me. Like it was yeah. that was just the the household I grew up in and the the environment that 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 it was and getting grounded did nothing. Oh, dude. I wish you would ground me. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I mean yeah, no so
2: god have mercy on your soul dude, dude yeah hopefully my <laughs> son's not like
1: me if no. so he's gonna get he's gonna get hit a lot so <laughs> <laughs> shout out to dhs <laughs> 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 and oh, uh, man. you might get a phone call here in about five years <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> oh
2: man that's good that was a funny rabbit hole
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it, right. is. it is right
2: so yeah. um
0: real quick before we get into it um so as many of you guys know from an earlier episode I saw a UFO over my house and each week I find something new and interesting about this. So apparently last week the Pentagon came out and like confirmed that there's these metallic orbs being seen everywhere. And I'm pretty sure that's, that's what I saw (laughs) like no, no crap. I mean, it it, it looked like, you know, the pictures that they showed. I mean, mine was little, the one I saw was a little more, I guess, organically shaped. Cause it looks sort of like a blowfish, but I mean, it's metallic sphere ish thing floating in the sky. So I don't know. It's, it's very weird. And then that comes out, you know, it just, it's such a coincidence that they're releasing this. Oh yeah. Those fly over all the time. We don't know what they are.
1: You know? It's so I want to point out again, Jason is a photographer, <laughs> takes pictures for a living, believes in the strange, the mysterious, and the one time in his whole life, he sees a UFO, gets the opportunity to take a picture of it, and the picture is trash. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what is that? That is crazy. It's like by design. You can't get a picture of these things. I had my phone. The so, yeah. only thing I had
0: was my phone, right? And my, uh, I have a zoom lens, a 200-millimeter lens, but it's at my office. I don't bring that home with me, you know? And the only the only lens I have at home is a thirty five millimeter, which is is going to do less than what my phone could do because it doesn't zoom.
1: So, what what did I say? Oh, I said yeah. I said imagine missing out on a UFO sighting because you didn't want to take a lens home. <laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. what
0: am I going to do? Oh, hold on, UFO. Let me run the offense. <laughs> <Just and> attach <laughs> it on. <laughs> you
1: got to be prepared, man. Now that you know, you have to be prepared. I just
0: need to keep it in my car, you like twenty four seven.
1: Something right like you can't you can't let the opportunity pass you again to convert me make me a true believer
0: when you're outside looking up at the sky trying to take a photo of a UFO there's a good chance you're going to get dehydrated that's why i use liquid iv it comes in easy mix pouch and you can just pour it in your water bottle shake it up and you are good to go with essential vitamins like b3 b5 b6 b12 and vitamin c oh man it's good for you and it's also got some delicious flavors like watermelon that is my favorite. Get twenty percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code AFK Discussions at checkout. That's twenty percent off anything you order. When you shop better hydration today using promo code AFK Discussions at liquidiv.com.
1: Dude. <laughs> I, I we're you're getting there, man. The ghost stuff was weird. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. The ghost <laughs> stuff was pretty weird. With Phil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Phil's a good dude. That stuff was awesome by the way. Oh, like, did you watch it? Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. And I I mean, I've watched Phil stuff for a little bit yeah. too. So, I <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how to explain some of that stuff. So, yeah. we even we did something similar when we went to New York for like a uh like a mem- like a confessionals like trip type thing. Uh and dude, I mean, some of this like the spirit box things are weird and like all of that kind of stuff cuz I'm like in the camp of sort of like you are where like Ty where just, it's just not sure, you know, I'm not sure how much of this stuff I believe, but yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much believe almost anything. <laughs> um, that's big facts. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't 100% believe everything, but I mean, most stuff I like, yeah, there's, that's a hundred percent a possibility, you know, in my mind. Um, but gosh, once I, w- I was so skeptical, like I said last week or this past episode, I was very skeptical about the ghost hunting equipment, but now I'm like hundred percent that that's like legit. You know, when you are talking about something and the spear box, you no, know, I keep saying spear box. It's the other one, the word bank. They're talking about the fireplace mm. and it says fireplace. I mean, there's no disputing that. Because, I mean, it's got, like, thousands of words programmed in. Mm -hmm. I mean, what is, you know, what are the odds that it's going to say fireplace out of, you know, thousands of words when you're talking about a fireplace? It's
1: slim to none, you know? I mean, that goes back to, like, the conversation we had last episode about how, you know, technology is so good. Like, your iPhone is constantly taking pictures of you. Facebook's always, Google and Facebook are always listening. Like, when you download an app like that and you're like, ah, oh, accept, 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 just to, to use it, right? It's like, do we have permission to use your microphone to listen to you? You yep. know, and then it's like, oh, dude, look at this fireplace. And it's like, fireplace. And you're like, whoa, yeah. that's crazy, <laughs> yeah. you know? That's exactly what but, I was going to say. But yeah. a couple of the times it did say some stuff that was like, we hadn't really talked about at all. And and so, which which again... It's weird, but it, then it's hard to call that kind of stuff coincidence, too, because it's so specific in mm. in some cases, you know? So uh, I'm still on the fence about it, Yeah. but on the fence enough to where I would never go go something by myself. Like, <laughs> Phil's going to the swamp. himself have a solo, dude. I told Phil, I was like, dude, you're crazy. You're brave, dude. I couldn't do it.
2: Yeah, thankfully, he goes during the day a lot. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like during the day, maybe there's less chance that something bad happens right. to him, but... Yeah, I don't, I mean, I would never, after even just, like, the minimal amount of things that I've seen that maybe would make me be cautious, I wouldn't, you know, even just the stuff in here, in the office, like, I wouldn't really, I don't know, (laughs) it's so creepy, I don't know how anybody could feel comfortable doing that alone. Yeah, so.
1: Well, and he had that one run-in with, like, the wolf and stuff, like, you gotta think, when you go places to explore anything, let alone, like, paranormal stuff, like, there's animals and, and like, that's what we were talking about when we were in Elkmont. I was like, dude, there'd be a bear out here and we wouldn't even know it, which, you know, black bears aren't massive, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not very aggressive. They're not like right. a grizzly bear or like a polar bear or something, right? But like a wild animal at the end of the day is a wild animal. So, but that reminds me. So apparently right now off the coast of Mexico, um, I think it's Mexico, there's been 13 ships that have been sank by orca whales. Yeah, yeah, I just saw yeah, a couple was like they're sailing on their sailboat. Yep. It's like a legit sailboat, yeah. right? That they're living in and, and going across the ocean and and orcas start to attack their boat. They start taking on water, dude. And Ish. I would be I would be dying. I'd be like, "Oh my god." Yeah. I was like, but the coast guard, the Mexican, is it Mexico? I don't remember if it's Mexico it's or like like that. I thought it. I could have
2: golf or I'm not sure, yeah. but they they said that it's like this uh, mother orca basically that's been teaching a, a what is it a like pod? a pod? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so like a pod of of orcas how to do how to take them down and they're learning. <laughs> it's like
1: it, dude, it's they're, wild. They're legit that's crazy. sinking boats. Dude. I mean, aren't, it's crazy. They're like the smartest one, right? They're the smartest whale fish thing. Oh, I would say I would say like next to dolphins, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I would for sure say yeah, next to yeah, dolphins. Yeah, I can imagine. That's crazy. Have you ever seen that documentary Blackfish? I haven't. Dude, it is eye-opening and it it basically follows the whale of all like whales. I don't want to say whale of all whales. Whales of all whales that are in captivity. Oh, right? Okay. So there's a whale his name's Telecom. Um he's like the orca, right? He's he's moved around different parks. He's killed multiple people. Oh. And they won't get rid of him or kill him because his, his semen is worth so much money, right? Like, they they breed with his semen for all the whales that are in captivity. So, at the it, like, during the, the the documentary, they show, a, a, like, a family tree. And, like, he's at the top. There's, like, four females. And there's, like, a ton of calves, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so pretty much every whale that you see in captivity. And it's not just, like, SeaWorld. It's, like, captivity and, like... Canada the UK like every place where they have like aquatic creatures like not aquariums of course like because like killer whales and stuff are too big for that but like any sort of place that they have killer whales like on display for people um I don't know what to call I'm just gonna call it water zoo right like any place that there's a water (laughs) zoo all the killer whales that you see in those zoos come from him wow he's the one and but he started in like Canada In a tank that was like attached to, I want to say like the ocean or something, but it was like really big, not big, like not really big, but it was like, uh, it was like made out of steel and stuff. And it was like a circle and he was kept in there with like dolphins and a couple of other whales when he was like really young. And it tells pretty, the documentary kind of like spoiler alert guys, but the documentary (laughs) kind of runs through like how the whales are so smart that he is mentally unstable because of the abuse and the conditions that he's lived in, like being forced to be with big bulls in that place, and they would rake each other. So they take their teeth and they rake each other and stuff. And um, but yeah, so there was a, tra- a feeder, a girl there. She wasn't a trainer. She was just like feeding the whales. Um, she got drug in by Telecom. He killed her. Whoa. Um, he killed. He was then transferred. Uh, somewhere else where he killed somebody and then he ended up at SeaWorld. SeaWorld bought him. Now, I'm sure that it was a steal. He's like a serial killer whale at this point, right? <laughs> Not just a killer whale. So um, they had... The big the big thing about the movie is this, the trainer's name was Dawn and they used to get in the tank with the orcas all the time, right? They don't do that anymore. Uh, what happened basically, she you know, she got killed. Oh, the second person he killed was a, a homeless guy. It was at SeaWorld actually. They lost the footage a homeless guy got naked and got in the tank with Telecom because he's like, oh, he's calling for me to swim with him, and Telecom just killed him, right? And oh, wow. they came in the next day when they came in, Telecom was like literally playing with his body, like flipping it up in the air and stuff, right? That's crazy. And then so they still kept him, and SeaWorld said they didn't, they lost the, their footage wasn't on or like, dude, there's no way somebody snuck in a SeaWorld and like they don't have the footage of it, you know? Oh anyways, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Well, then the trainer, Dawn, um, she was on, like, you know, in the tanks where they have, like, that slope, that beach-looking, like, slope? Yep. Um, she, like, Telecom came up on it, and was she was doing things with him, and that was, like, his trainer. That that was her. And um, one day, he just grabbed her by the ponytail, drug her in the pool, and that was it. He killed her. And they still have him, dude. Still? They still have him. Today? Yeah, yes, today. I didn't even know SeaWorld was still open. Oh, yeah. Jeez, But they've, you know, since, I mean, of course they've gone through the whole animal activist thing, like these these animals shouldn't be kept in these kind of conditions, yada, yada, yada. Um, And SeaWorld has vowed not to, they're going to keep the whales like, ah, (laughs) <laughs> right but they're not gonna they're not gonna produce any more whales right. or keep any more or get any more and put them in captivity sure because at first they were like oh we do the you know their big thing is like we're saving these whales these whales live so much longer inside of captivity than they do in the wild and like these marine biologists came forward and were like dude this is wrong like this they live like 20 years longer in the wild and, like, you know how, like, the flipper is kind of, like, flipped over? You remember no, the true. movie Flipper or right, Free Willy? Free Willy, yeah. Where, where the fin was flipped over? because yeah. that's, 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 like, a captivity whale. Oh, and the okay. ones in the wild always stay up. Oh, Only in <laughs> captivity wow. do they do that. And, of course, like, marine biologists are like, oh, we don't know exactly why, but it has to do with the conditions that they're living in. Right. But, um, yeah, dude, killer whales, count me out. I've been to SeaWorld once. I don't know if you guys have ever been or seen a killer whale in person. Unreal animal, it's huge. It's I can so believe it, yeah. huge. I can believe like, it. Like, like movies and films and like pictures just don't do it justice, dude. Unreal. I could. I can't believe people would get in the water with something like that. No. Unreal. No
2: way. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, even like, uh so I was in Hawaii a couple of years ago, and dolphins came up while we were kayaking, and I was like, even this is freaky. You know, first of all, I should explain that I am extremely terrified of deep water. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. So okay. kayaking over deep water right. was uh. I was already like, freaked out. Ain't yeah, you. I was already freaked out, and then you like stick your head down in the water, and you're you're floating there with your snorkels, and you see these giant creatures that are supposedly very friendly coming around your your kayak. I was like, I don't know if I should have even been out of the wa- in the water, but it was neat. Yeah. <laughs> freaked me out, but if right. it, if I ever saw anything that was. Cause like you think about it, we're tr- we're kind of like our brains are hardwired to believe dolphins will protect humans no matter what. That's wrong. Which we don't for know. Sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I don't I don't know if that's true or not. But that's kind of what you get told. It's like oh, they'll save you from a shark attack. It's uh, oh, okay, so I can swim with them. But if I saw anything that I didn't know, like there was a barracuda, and a barracuda is not big, but I would not at all get close to that like yeah. i mean you Don't know, not have those
0: giant teeth and stuff yeah and good? they yeah, look no, angry yeah. and they
2: got like a scowl on their face the whole time yeah i can't imagine being in a in water with an orca or even close to no, one
1: you no, know no well, way. and then too like there are fish that are just fish right like a, but a grouper will kill you I can, I like can believe it yeah. will dude they're, they're they weigh 600 pounds like there's nothing you could do if a grouper like grabbed your leg and then, and then, like, catfish, too. Catfish are very territorial. The Like, the big ones have drowned people before. They yeah. grab you, they'll take you down on the bottom, and they'll just drown you. Hmm. Like, legit.
2: Yeah, I think people aren't, like, uh, <laughs> they don't necessarily know what the power is of that type of fish, you know, especially, like, a catfish. I mean, if you think you can go catfishing, you know. Noodling. Yeah, yeah, nood- yeah well, yeah. noodling is, like, one thing, because I guess that's kind of like, how, especially in Louisiana, that's one of the, you know main ways you're going to catch one, but yeah, I mean, getting your arm down there and trying to find one in the, in the muck, you know, if you're not prepared, if you didn't grow up doing that, if you don't know how, like what kind of, whew, gosh, man, I, I don't I don't think I would ever mess with anything like that. Of course I am, you know, the the small height impaired person that that couch would have fit for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> my whole life, so, you know, I wouldn't mess with something bigger than my arm, <laughs> but
0: yeah. Yeah, man, talking about the uh deep sea. I don't I don't like deep water either. Um but I love going on cruises. <laughs> so it's kind of a kind of uh don't know. I think I like it because of the price because it's so cost-effective for a family of 5 to go on a cruise cuz it's so much cheaper than going anywhere else. But um yeah, I'm about to go on a cruise again, but now I'm like I want to go on this cruise with all these orcas trying to
1: attack some ships. You know, I think a cruise ship would be safe. But like a like a personal that like I've seen videos where dudes are on paddle boards and the orcas are like swimming under them. And I'd be like, dude, just kill me now. I'm (laughs) I'm for real dead. Like if you lose your balance and fall in the water. You're done, dude. Oh,
2: you're done. Even if you don't, it's if they choose to, you know, go after you.
1: Dude, they're knocking over glaciers and getting seals in the water. You're on a power board. Like, dude, you're done. And I mean,
2: they're terrible, too, because they're just going to play with you for a little bit before they kill you. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's not pretty. Yeah. No. But I've never been on a cruise ship. I've, like, I mean, you almost, you kind of want to at some point just to, like, experience it. It's almost like Las Vegas. But, I mean, I can't. I, They're huge. Yeah. There's no way anything, unless it's like you know, even a glacier. Now it's like I can't imagine you're gonna have a Titanic situation here.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're different sizes. Like the one we went on before was uh, pretty small in comparison, but I mean, it's still huge, even though it's small. Um. But yeah, it's great. I mean, it's just, you know, all inclusive, and the kid they have like a place where you can take your kids, and then like a little like daycare area for a few hours. So me, me and my wife can go. And we'll go to the casino because it's got a casino on there, too. And uh, the, the only thing that sucks is a funny story. So we went to the casino. We won like maybe 20 bucks or something. We didn't know we had to cash out before we got back into U.S. waters. So we lost everything. We lost our money. All <laughs> 20 bucks. All 20, Yeah, But dude. still. Dang. <laughs> Dang. But yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
1: don't know, man. Oh, man. Let's talk conspiracies, man. Conspiracies.
0: So, dude, um, there's so much stuff going on. So, I I was thinking today. Do you guys remember the Men in Black movie, the first one? No. For sure. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. The same. What I mean, Men in Black? I don't remember
2: uh, it either. Yeah. Tell yeah. yeah. you,
0: you haven't seen Indiana Jones yet, still, dude? Is that it's real? It's Because it's yes, trash, man. I don't want to watch that. <laughs> you
2: haven't watched it. How do you know if it's trash? He's because only seen Crystal Skull. He's only seen the Crystal Skull. Trash, the Crystal Skull.
1: Dude. That's I was like, dude, if this is what Indiana Jones is, these people are hyping it up, man. This is awful, for real.
2: Oh man, well, have you watched Star Wars? Of course. So if you only watched the original or the the most recent ones, you'd
1: say the same thing. Yeah, probably. So, but like,
2: but I <laughs> and out, you know how good the originals yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, good.
1: yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. I might find the time. You should. I, I might find, find the, the time.
0: So I was thinking, you know how um, in Men in Black they're like. You know, let's go to the tabloids. That's where the real news is, and I'm like, dude, that's the way TikTok is now. <laughs> if you're going, if you're browsing TikTok, I mean, you get so much truth out of these little bits on TikTok. Like, I think I sent it to you. The um, like the ritual stuff going on right now with oh, the yeah. music industry. That stuff is like crazy. I was talking to a lady at work, and I was telling her, I was like, Have you heard about all this stuff? And She's a big T-Swift fan, and I was like, you know, she's doing, like, all this, you know, satanic rituals at her concerts and stuff, and she's like, no, 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 and then I heard her yesterday telling someone, oh, yeah, I've heard about all these people who are, like, losing memories. Like, they'll go to the concert, and they'll leave, and they can't remember anything about the concert. I'm like that's because they're doing rituals and your your mind is like blocking it out. That is so freaky to me. I've never heard anything about people losing their memory until she mentioned that, but that is so crazy. I don't know what's going on, but it's just, it's, I don't know. It's not good. <laughs> Especially, I mean, you know, music's aimed towards kids a lot of times. You know, I know my kids love T-Swift. You know, they're always like, <laughs> I can't remember what the, the song is that she's real popular for right Call now. Me is that her? Yeah. No. Did she do that? No. 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 <laughs> is that not? <laughs> do <laughs> I do not. know, man. <laughs> I don't listen to Taylor Swift. Whatever <laughs> her song is right now that's really popular, like. I actually don't know which one is really. I don't popular know. My right kids now. were telling me to play it the other day, um, but I mean, I'm just like, it's. I don't know. Like back in the day, I, I know. I know you like metal. Yeah. It was like metal, so satanic. Blah blah blah. Yes, there is some sa- real satanic metal. Like uh, I think Slayer is, is pretty satanic. Uh, I would say. I don't think I don't think they're playing when they.
2: <laughs> oh, there's <laughs> like I mean, Gorgoroth and you know uh, what is it? What's the other one starts with an M? I guess it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah there's yeah. like real satanic like yeah. guys who practice Satanism that also play as a metal band. Yeah, like black, black metal. metal.
0: Yeah, black metal is the you know pretty much all of it's satanic. I wouldn't say all of it, but a lot of it. But I'm just saying, but the real stuff you got to worry about is the stuff that's hiding in plain sight that's, you know, satanic, but it's not coming off as saying they're satanic. Like The weekend, I heard some stuff about him. It's crazy. Like his shows, he's been flashing Satan on the screens behind the stage and stuff. It's just, it's crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, even like at... T Swift's concerts, especially the the whole tour that she's been on, she has this thing summon the demons, like throughout her her concert. That's like a phrase that she has uh, specifically that they're like chanting summon the demons type thing. And I mean, talk about losing your memory. It's not like that wouldn't be possible if if you have like what 40,000 people in a in a huge venue in a park or whatever. And they're, they're chanting that, you know, that they lose their memories. They're cleared of, you know, whatever was going on on the imagery on stage. But I've seen like, I've seen the same thing. The funny thing is funny that you said that. Cause there's like people on Twitter who were like massive T Swift fans that were going to the concert and they said they couldn't remember anything, but they had the best time of their lives. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and, and like it wasn't even in a conspiracy context cause they, they're like a sports, uh, you know, like a sports commentator and stuff like that. And I was like, you can't remember anything, but it's the best time of your life. And that's what everybody's saying. And I
0: was like, well, I wonder, you know. It's it's just so crazy to me. I mean, I just – I don't understand how, like, parents are so blinded to, to this, you know. Um, I mean, I'm saying that parents are so blind, I, I've been letting my kids listen to T-Swift because they were asking me the other day, listen to T-Swift, <laughs> but, you know um, – but letting your kids go to these concerts and you're, you know, seeing what's what's
1: going on there. Um, I don't know. It just it just bothers me. Do you think subliminal messaging actually has power? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 100%, absolutely. Dude. Like, I, I don't know, man. Here we go. So <laughs> I'm I don't know. I feel like I'm very strong willed maybe in and maybe I have fallen like victim to subliminal messaging at some point in my life. Right. But like. I don't know that I've ever had an experience where I seen something or did something or went to a concert or something and people were like, yeah, do you not know that there were subliminal messages inside of there? And I'm like, Oh my God, what is it? You know? But I think too, for at least for like the, the flashing Satan at like a weekend show, I think that's just the kind of person he is. You know what I mean? Not to say like he's a straight devil worshiper, but like, what gets to you know? What's gonna get attention? What's you know? Somebody's gonna see it, and then somebody's gonna tweet, and then they're gonna tweet. And next thing you know, everybody's talking about the weekend's concert. You know what I mean? Sure, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like maybe it's like, uh, plug, Why can I say this word? I'm a stroke. <laughs> <Subliminal>. <laughs> no, no. Uh, publicity? publicity. Yes, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, why can I not say this word? You were it's almost like, there. Both almost, time. almost. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So I I don't. I think for these, especially for like concerts and stuff, like the whole um, like Rihanna wore red and wore that stuff and like was throwing up symbols or so did somebody say something about the Antichrist because she was because yeah. she's pregnant or something. Somebody said something about the Antichrist. I'm sure, I'm pretty sure as well.
2: I didn't hear anything about that, Some but like, that could be a, something yeah. like that,
1: you know, but like you got to think too. like my here's my biggest thing about like celebrities and like the Illuminati and the conspiracy theories. I feel like people are selected to be rich. Like I don't I don't mean like just like kind of rich. Like I mean like conspiracy theory. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I mean like super wealthy, right? Because you have people that have had good ideas in the past. Like a good example that everyone always brings up is a dude that made the car that can run off water. Right. Talk about a you know tens of billions of dollar idea, right? For him, not for the oil companies. Right. But like but then you have people like Tom from MySpace, who didn't really, you know, he's rich, but he wasn't like Mark Zuckerberg rich. Sure. Right? Like, I feel like the people that are like that rich, like billionaire, Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk, like all these, all these people, I feel like they are chosen. Does that it does that sound weird? Like, I feel like when you get to a certain point, because companies and corporations already have the money, like At what point, somebody could have just been like, oh, let's just steal Facebook. Like, Microsoft could have just been like, let's just steal Facebook. I think they
2: tried. I don't get it. I think they even tried, too. I mean, I would say I agree with you. I would say, how do you think they select those people? You know, because the way that I would look at it is, I think that there is some sort of free reign that ends up happening because there's no way to control every single person and every single person's creativity. No, but. What does end up happening is those who are willing to submit and who they can tell, clearly like a Mark Zuckerberg, who would submit to the CIA or would submit to the government or to whoever would be funding him or backing him or pushing pushing and propagating his message or his platform, that they're the most easily controlled, so they're the ones that will succeed. Those are the ones who will have the wealth. Those are the ones who will have the power. And that's the same thing for a guy like Tom. Maybe Tom wasn't that kind of guy, you know? But I w- there's also the sense where it's like sometimes there's just creative failures. Sometimes there's just, you know, failures in general who those people may have been susceptible to control in a way that, you know, the Mark Zuckerbergs or the Jeff Bezos's are. But they just didn't have the capability to actually put a, put a product out there that people would want. Sure. You know, because even in MySpace, MySpace's uh, position, their dilemma, they, they were failing. Tom sold it and he sold it to Justin Timberlake.
1: Did he really?
2: Yeah, if Justin Timberlake wasn't going to be able to resurrect this platform, a guy who probably sold his soul or at least did something because he's extremely, you know, he's extremely wealthy, been relevant for a long time, you know, if he couldn't resurrect it, the platform may have just been something that was going to fail. Look at Zenga, you know, all those things. Like some of these were just pre internet and pre, uh, you know, peer-to-peer platform, you know, where where they were learning. This is like a learning curve for Facebook to basically take all of their mistakes and make it the best platform originally. So that's kind of how I look at it. Like there's probably failures of people who would have been susceptible to control, but there's also those who, you know, (laughs) who may have success initially who aren't susceptible, but eventually become, you know, a slave to money.
1: Well, and I think too, I feel like you are, if you're in the public eye or you can be in the public eye, you're less, you know, susceptible to being like, if you have the people's ear, right? Like if you're a celebrity and people see you all the time, maybe you're less likely to be put in a situation where somebody can really like take over what you say, what you do. Uh, And maybe I'm thinking about it wrong, but like I look at it this way celebrities just come out of nowhere, right? Like, and and I'm going to give you, I'm going to give a a bunch of good examples here. So Tom Holland poof, just pops up one day. Um, Timothy Charlemagne, same thing. Just one day. He's just a mega star all of a sudden. And it's like, but you, but you have people outside of show business that had huge followings, like way more so than them that aren't like famous. Like Charlie D'Amelio, had a hundred million followers on TikTok, like that's probably the most followers on on any platform, I think. Right? And maybe not Instagram now. Well, yeah, Instagram. I mean, yeah, yeah. Maybe Cristiano not. Ronaldo
2: is like over three hundred million. Okay, yeah.
1: So, but still, but it's
2: basically one of the top ten, maybe in the right. world.
1: You know? So, but she has like a hundred million, right? She had a hundred million. I don't know how many she has now. But anyways, she's not a celebrity. Like how?
2: And they're trying really hard to make her
1: one. Yeah, which, they do a lot of stuff to but try. But she's and, just not. Which and, and you have tons different. of people like that though. Like, uh, I even think Mr. Beast is kind of like that. He's really, like, he's well known, but he's not a celebrity. Like, there's tons of people. You go, do you know who Mr. Beast is? They'd be like, no. You'd be like, oh, do you know who Denzel Washington is? Or, well, like, well yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean, like. And he's massive. He probably has more views than anybody on YouTube at this point. Maybe not PewDiePie or there might be a couple that have like total views more than like Mr. Beast, but he's got to be like top five for sure, if not number one. Yep. But he's not even a celebrity. And I mean,
2: he's getting close. Like, I mean, that's the thing is it might even just be a a sense of old media versus new media where it's like, you know, social media still hasn't had that uh, impact on society in the status realm that – old media does if you're a Hollywood star like look at Chris Pratt the guy who you know is Star Lord and a whole bunch of other stuff he's you know in Jurassic World and Mm -hmm. that's the kind of fame you know that guy's got probably like a you know 50 million or something like that on Instagram you know that's the kind of fame that you get from those kind of movies and it's it's also because they're marketed to people all over the place you can be on a social media app and see the marketing for a a Chris Pratt movie you can be on you know a tv watching a game or something like that and you see the marketing for his movie you're not going to be on any of those apps or any of those uh you know sporting events or whatever you're watching on tv and see marketing for mr beast or for charlie d'amelio unless it's their show or whatever but like i mean you're really not going to see that kind of stuff and i think it's an it's a sense of old money versus new money old media versus new media Mm -hmm. and yeah there is there are people who come out of nowhere but then you have to ask the question why did they come out of nowhere for what reason did they come out of nowhere i do think people can just come out of nowhere sure. <laughs> because I think that's how in the, mu- in the music industry, I think people come out of nowhere, they blow up and then they either sell their soul or they, you know, maybe don't sell their soul and they're actually still pretty good and all that stuff. But like in the, in the TV movie industry, I have no idea how that works because that's not something I ever focused on that much. But like there are people who come out of nowhere and I think that they can be successful mm-hmm. and not sell their soul and not, you know, have some sort of hidden agenda there. But the point isn't that people are controlled completely in every single facet of, of media or anything like that. It's that there is control by, oh, yeah. by some you know some standard of control some degree. Yeah, exactly with some people, you know and sometimes it's the most influential people. I mean, if you look at Beyonce's show recently where it said, you know the media controls the masses, whoever controls the media controls the people, that kind of thing, it's like, yeah, well, to me, especially with all the symbolism and the imagery and the stuff that's been done with her and with Jay-Z for the past several years, decades, like, yeah, we would think maybe to an extent that there's some sort of control being done there or some sort of influence, whether it's, you know, of a dark agenda or of a political agenda or something, you know, and I think that they're just one example of some of the bigger stars like we like you mentioned the weekend, maybe he's an eccentric guy. Look at Marilyn Manson, maybe he's just an eccentric guy, mm-hmm. you know. Who knows? Uh Madonna, maybe she's just eccentric and she hasn't been bought and paid for. But some of them probably have been. And that's kind of the point that I think it's like some people can be controlled and sometimes it's the most popular, the most famous. And especially when you see a drastic shift in my opinion, that's when you see, you know, those shows like <laughs> like the weekend was never made famous for anything except for when he became you know, when he jumped on the scene with uh, Starboy or whatever it was, that first his first song, whatever it was. And then he was, you know, he did the halftime show yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was like, Oh, okay, everybody kinda knows the weekend now and then what really kept his name going was like you said, kept his name going, kept giving gave, gave him publicity was when he had Flash Satan on his uh, you know, his concert. So there is a chance that it's like some of these people are just doing it for some sort of publicity. Right. But I do think that they're <laughs> they're based on the stuff, that at least, you know, with symbolism and everything and just some of the words that they choose when they talk. There's a good chance that there's some of them that have satanic or Satanism you know, leanings. So
1: how much so? <clears throat> sorry for that rant. No, no, no you're that was good. good, man. That's good stuff. So this question is to both of you. How much money would it take
0: for what? To sell my soul,
1: <laughs> not necessarily sell your soul, but like at least push an agenda that you don't believe in. Oh no, um,
0: I, I, I couldn't. Uh, I, I mean, I say I couldn't, and you know, like, oh, yeah. here is a billion dollars. I am like, uh, I, I seriously don't think I, I could push something I don't believe in. I think it we, we had that when we first started. We were, we were going to have a guest on, and we interviewed them, and we were like. They're trying to push an agenda, so we didn't have that guest on. Right, you know, what I mean, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't. Well, that think was going to be for free, right? Like, yeah. I'm talking about like <laughs> if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, Jason, I want you to push this. You, we think that you reach this kind of demographic, Um, or, or even you, right, Jack? Like, yeah. If somebody came to you and like, hey, you, you know, you're from PA, we're looking for somebody that's like, like." From up north, but has a you know moved down south. Like your take on the north versus the south, like you know, and trying to push like a a, a civil you know a civil war esque sure. agenda on like how you know left or right or however you want to classify those areas. Sure, yeah, right. Like yeah. how much how much money?
2: And it's the complete opposite of what you believe. Like you're yeah, you're yeah
1: sure. Just like it, it's something that you you believe heartily in, and and they're like ah, oh, nah, do it this way.
2: Yeah, I mean everybody wants to say they won't be a sellout and I think in general I wouldn't be but you know I actually don't know I mean I don't I don't that's such a, a tough question because it's like how do you answer it especially in certain in certain topics certain situations if there's anything to do like if there's anything to do with politics I wouldn't I wouldn't care at all you know so I might end up just for fun Doing it and sure. taking the money and seeing how much of an uproar you can cause from whatever side it is that's going to get pissed off at you. Right. But if it has anything to do with my faith, now I wouldn't do that, you know, for any amount of money. And especially if it had anything to do with like my family, if I had to be like, I hate you, right. you know, I had to stand right. up on like on Instagram or something like, yeah, I hate my mom. No, right, no way I could do that. And like, because I mean, you know, she's my mama. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, there are certain things I think if you care enough about it, if you love it, if you, if there's some sort of, you know, some reason why you wouldn't want to stand up and do the opposite thing and take right. the money, uh, you know, I think in this situation, I definitely, you know, I wouldn't take it for most things, unless so it's political. Cause I don't so let me sort of real quick. Me.
0: Let me real quick. So if it was something like not morally sound to me, then that would be a no, right? But if it's something like that, I don't, I really couldn't care. Either way, so it's just I it mean, has to know. be
1: ethical. for you. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't do something if it's against like, your ethics. You wouldn't do it, like say if they were like pushing, like if they were trying to get you to push because because it's just hypothetical, guys. Yeah, so yeah. don't don't read yeah. into this too much. But if somebody was like, "Hey, Jason, we we really want you to push abortion," yeah, I couldn't mm. do that, that's right? Like that's one. a good that's a good one, yeah, right? I, c- I couldn't right. Do that like, you you just would be like, nah, there's not enough money. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. And even if it's not necessarily ethical and it's just something that you don't agree with or whatever in general, you know, and you really have that, you know, burden to not agree or to not support, for sure I could see that. Because, like, there's people who would be like, you know, what about vaccines? Is that ethical? Is an ethical issue to to promote that or not? Probably not, but it's definitely something that some people don't agree with and have strong, you know, disagreements on. And I wouldn't. I mean, like that's the kind of thing. It's like abortion. Yeah, but what's the what's the amount of money we're talking about anyway? Because now, now it's like that's the question, right? (laughs) Like,
1: if somebody came to you and said, "Hey, your children's children's children will be billionaires," whoa, right? Like that's. what, I mean, that's why I'm asking. Like, how much, how much money would it would it take? Oh, for me. Yeah, yeah, maybe like, like, like it's your choice of money, like. How much money could would they be able to offer you for you to like jump on that?
2: Yeah, and I guess it just it really it's all the caveats that we just discussed. But the most or the least I I would say like in any of those caveats, maybe like ten million. Sure. <laughs> I so mean, if it if it's literally something I I don't necessarily have a strong stance on. If it's something I do, then yeah, it would be a lot more. For me, about,
1: yeah. I think it's. I'm gonna be honest with you, man, and this is gonna be an unpopular opinion. Um, the only thing I don't have in life is a Ferrari, right? Like I don't think money, don't get me wrong. Of course, money buys a lot of things. Money buys experiences and money buys like money buys a lot of things. But like, I think if I was to have a lot of money, it would destroy the life I had now. Right. Like I, and I wouldn't, I, there's no amount of money that I would destroy my life for. You know what I mean? Because you got to think whenever you have money, you have a ton, a ton of responsibilities, but you just got to think of the situations that you're into. Like you'll get put in a lot of situations that are probably questionable. Some by friends, some by family. Um, maybe, you know, you went somewhere and paid a bunch of money for something and it ain't what you thought it was. And, or, or the, like the women start coming in. Right. And then now my marriage is in jeopardy and it's like, I don't think there's any amount of money just because I think no matter what the amount of money is, it would destroy the life I have now. And like, obviously would I like to have a bigger house? Sure. Who, who, who doesn't want a bigger house? Who doesn't want to drive like a Range Rover or something? Like obviously people want to drive their dream car, live in their dream house. But at the end of the day, it's, I don't want to, I don't want to sound corny by saying it's a box at the end of the day, but like (laughs) it, it, it truly just is like, I don't know. I'll say this. I grew up pretty rough, right? Same. R- pretty rough areas, pretty rough. Oh. Um and I have a house that I never thought I would live in a house like like I have right now, right? And now that I have it, it's just a house. You know, and and I'm and I think to myself like, "Dude, you wanted this for so long. Now you have it and it's like don't even want – like, it's not that I don't want it, right? But it's like – it's just like – I feel like if I was to take the money in a year, I'd be like, this mansion is just a house.
2: I agree. This car Uh, is uh, just –
1: like, uh, I don't want to skip to the end game. I think the whole point of being in the game is playing the game. Like, in video games, you can you can pay – there's some that you can pay, and you're just at the end game, boom. (laughs) Now (laughs) what do you do? Like, what's the point – like, now what do I do?
2: It all depends on your personality, too, which you said you have a more – what did you say? Like stubborn, not necessarily stubborn, but yeah, like yeah. you know, hard, Harm-willed. strong-willed. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're obviously someone who wants to try to accomplish these things in your life and and work for them. Right. But I think the thing with this money question is, it's some for some people, it's the material possessions. For others, it's the unquestioned security that you have. Yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like you know, <laughs> I j- moving down here. That'd be the best it, thing. It was like. Yeah. When it came to, to finances, it was like I was like making, you know, I was making less than poverty up in PA. And thankfully now I don't have that situation here. But like that to me is the thing that that money would do It's just it would give me unquestioned security with all my finances for uh, probably ever, depending yeah, on yeah, how much sure. it is. Yeah. And I think that That does lead back to like you know who is bought and paid for in celebrity. Who is you know are these shows that have these weird images? Are they bought and paid for for some amount of money? And some of these people make ungodly amounts of money. Oh yeah. I mean Taylor Swift is like a a hundred millionaire, you know several times over. so is Jay Z and Beyonce and you know
1: on and on. Right. Unimaginable wealth.
2: Right. But like, what got them that wealth? Was there that question? You know how much will it take for for me to get your undivided trust and your undivided uh, mm-hmm. attention, and for you to listen to everything that we tell you to put out there? What would that number be? No clue for them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was that question or if they had that question, but that's how I look at it. It's like for a lot of people, especially if they grew up in a tougher situation or were poorer as as kids, it's that unquestioned security for your future. And especially for your future generations, if it's that much money, it's like, do you take it for them? Probably. Sure. I mean, if my parents were put in that position and they could get out of a, you know, two bedroom apartment with three kids or whatever, you know, or a trailer with three kids, like, yeah, yeah. they probably would, you know, at least do something, you know, depending on what it was. But I don't know. I mean, everybody's different too. Yeah. You know? and,
1: and I think too, like, that's one of the things about money. I feel like people are normal and then they get money, and then they're not normal because it's, it's the norm is, I don't want to say, the norm is the middle class, right? Lower middle class, upper middle class. That's the norm. That's where, you know, 40%, 50%, how many ever of us fall into that category? That's the category we fall into. And then you have, like, a ton of people that fall into poverty, right? Yeah. Um, But then on the other side of the spectrum, it's like, one percent earners and it's just not normal so i feel like those people that were normal that become rich like and, that, and that's the thing like me me being rich like what do i do now it's like well uh i guess i just buy a tiger and then <laughs> Mike i tyson yeah. You, know, yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. and i think that's their thought process is like when you have the car you know you have like t- 12 cars you have three mansions you have one in the mountains one at the beach one overseas and like once you have all the material possessions obviously like clothes and shoes like everybody has their own style they do their own thing right but like it at some point those people go man I've been everywhere I've bought everything what what can I buy and I feel like in some situations people look like when you have that much money, people will look for a, th- a th- thing to help fulfill the gap because they've already fulfilled like their material gap. So now th- there's another hole there that needs to be filled. How can we do that? And it's like, let's buy, you know, a, like I said, a tiger. Let's go let's buy
2: tigers and have a yeah. fight. Yeah, know? stuff like, like yeah. let's go,
1: let's go, you know, <laughs> let's kidnap an elephant or like. Dude.
2: Or let's go to Roswell and and see if we can you know buy right. their UFOs right? right right
0: Jason. Well, I mean where he's going with this, um, it it just this is going to probably take this conversation in a whole different direction. But I mean what you're hitting at, I mean these people are getting they're getting so rich and they can't you know like oh, what can we do next? Let's buy the unobtainable. Yeah. So basically. I think that's why we have like human trafficking and stuff. Yep. Oh, we're yes. going to buy people. Yep. yep. You know that's that's. I mean, that's a whole nother can of worms. But, I mean, that's where that's leading to, I think. Well, you know, and, too, when you're that
1: rich, you are very – I wouldn't be able to trust anybody. Like, who do you trust? Like, you could probably trust the people that were there with you before you were rich. And that's it. And then, God forbid, something happened to those people. Because in, in most celebrity stories, like, oh, yeah, I got rich, and then my friend OD'd, and – you know, my wife left me because she wanted her peace without me. And so she got half. And then now it's like everyone that was in their life that they could trust is gone. And now they're like, you. not only are you looking to fill this void, but you have this overwhelming sense of like alertness all the time. The paranoia would kill me. Like I would just be like, you can't. You would never know if someone's your true friend. You would, it would be impossible to know. You would never know if the, if the woman you met truly loves you for you. Right. You would never like, you would have to go to extreme lengths and and it's impossible if you're a celebrity, right. Impossible because everybody knows who you are. For sure. Right. Or, you know, if somebody just does in today's, you know, if you meet a girl tomorrow, she's going to go to your Insta. She's going to go to your Facebooks. Like she's going to go to your social media. Yep. And then if you're famous, boom, it's over, right? Like she knows who you are now. And you don't, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you so don't there's, know there's, there's no way to hide it if you're a celebrity. If you were super rich, you could hide it, but you'd have to go to great lengths to like to like hide something like that. But at that point, like you can't trust anybody. But I would say that
2: most of those people get to that level of fame or that level of wealth by not trusting people to begin yeah. with and not caring about other people for the most part. You know, it's, it's like, what is it? Yeah. Um, every CEO has like psychopathic tendencies. Like they said, it was like, what is it? One in, or no, not every CEO is like 10% or or 80% or something like that. It's some wild number of all CEOs have psychopathic tendencies because it takes a certain amount of drive and a certain amount of lack of empathy to actually, yeah, to actually get to that point. And so, I mean, if you have that level of wealth, the likelihood is that the trust that you would typically Mm -hmm. as a person, you know, um, want in a relationship with people or in a communication with people. It's not something that matters to you as much. Whether it comes to, you know, your money or your position. I think in general it's like you you have those like you said, those two or three people around you from when you were younger or when you were starting out, sure. your your wife, you know, whoever it is, your husband, whoever. And yeah, that's probably about it. <laughs> that's the only people who you can actually have any sort of real relationship with. But That's also why it's like, is money the driver in your life? Because to get to that point where money is so overwhelming, where paranoia sets in, like, it had to be something in your life that you were driving specifically towards money, and that was it. But, I mean, there are people who, because of fame, they get money, and then they basically are either, you know, overwhelmed by everything. Look at all the people who have had those breakdowns or have killed themselves through overdoses or whatever because of the fame and the money that came with it or you know maybe you just (laughs) you you handle it and so or somebody handles you you have a handler you know that's where that i mean you know especially in conservatorships and things like that i can imagine it's like you know there's probably a monkey off your back at that point you know if you don't have to deal with finances or deal with you know booking things you know it's just such a weird scenario though like the fact that we have that kind of that kind of wealth and the fact that we have that kind of fame on this earth now, like Cristiano Ronaldo is a soccer player and he's followed by over 300 million people. The whole U S
1: basically. Yeah.
2: On an app. Yeah. Like this guy is followed by people from countries that aren't even his on an app where they get to see his pictures of him and his family. Yeah. How crazy is that? I and follow
0: the, him. You do? Yeah. <laughs> My son gives his haircut like him. Okay, yeah. Like the same design because, you know, we're we're into soccer, so.
2: Yeah, it's just wild, though. It's like, I mean, the fact that we're able to see those kind of people all over the world now, like somebody who's a soccer player, another person who's a TV, you know, personality, another person who's like, you know, a jeweler and does great TikTok content or something like that. We see these people from every facet of life all over the world because of social media, and their fame just increases even more. And that just brings more money or, and more problems. But, like, yeah, it's wild. That's why, I'd like, yeah, I, I mean, I could go on and on about that, that whole, you know, and then the possibility for them to be, you know, controlled or to control people. You know, because think about how much, you know, uh, influence that those people have. Cristiano Ronaldo has unmatched influence over over pretty much any outlet in the world. This guy has 300 million people or more at his hands. You know so who's who's asking him to promote stuff who's telling him what to say how much is it going to cost that question comes into play for people who have that much influence LeBron James like what's he willing to say or not say in order to cash a paycheck right. you know that whole thing came up with him when it came to that to the the uh, Uyghur Muslims in China you know when when the Chinese government was basically like, if people at the game have any of those Hong Kong shirts on, you know, we are, if, if you televise that and you show them, you know, we're, we're pulling our checks, you're not getting any of our money. And what do they do? They say, you can't wear anything that has a Hong, you know, we support Hong Kong on our, on your shirt. If you do, you're getting kicked out of the game. Like, yeah. So what are you willing to do to cash a check? What are you willing to not say or to say, you know, so that kind of influence comes with a lot of money and, you know, also comes with a lot of questionable morals sometimes. And I guess that's where this whole thing of that question of like, how much money would you take culminates to, you know, that point of, you know, are you willing to basically not say something or not stand up for a certain amount of money or to say something for a certain amount of money? And it's hard to make that, you know, that decision in your mind without having that circumstance in front of you,
1: you know? And I've always thought it was weird to like, I think the infrastructure now is too far gone. Um, But, like, I look at, like, old monarchies, and I think to myself, like, they could have just killed the king, took all the gold, and dispersed. You know what I mean? Like, I've never understood the mindset of, but, you know, we live in a society that it's, obviously it's not a monarchy, but, like, Federal Reserve controls all the currency. It's a a privately owned company, by the way. The government doesn't own the Federal Reserve, and it's like we couldn't storm the Federal Reserve, right? Like, the infrastructure now is set up in a way that, like, technology and, like, we, it would just be impossible, right? Sure, yeah. Um, Especially with, like, the way weaponry and stuff is now. Um, But I've always wondered that, too. Like, especially back in, like, monarchy days or even, like, early America. Like, people could have just gotten, just taken the wealth.
2: Well, I mean also a power structure situation too right so your king or your president at the early america time or whatever it was you know those people below them or the people who serve them they want to serve them to have the ability to gain merit with that king or that president because the more that you loyally serve the the higher your family's rank yeah, will be yeah, for sure you know you could become a lord if you serve this king well enough you know or whatever what have you you could have you know the same wealth that I, or, you know, uh, close enough wealth (laughs) that it'll be good enough for your family, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, there's always that sort of scenario where it's like, if I can maybe just get to a a higher level and I know that I'm secure, I won't have to worry about this. Or even in the case of, like, King George or whatever it was, you know, a guy who was fledgling and was obviously, you know, their whole country was falling apart because America was getting away from them and, you know, they were losing power people still are gonna stand by them because number one at that time you got killed if you if you uh you know rebelled so yeah. you those people in America were fighting against someone who they didn't want to live with or live under and so some of them definitely died and those people in in Great Britain same thing they would have died if they rebelled there but you know to steal the money it's like I'm sure they had people who were brainwashed that this king owns you and owns this building and this money. So if anybody comes to get this, you destroy them. You know, money is like.
1: And that's kind of like, and where I was going with that is like, you always watch these movies where there's a crime boss or something. And I'm thinking their henchmen or like their enforcers could just kill them and take over everything. Yeah. Like, right. Like I just don't. And I've, I've never understood like, why don't they just kill this dude? Like I don't I don't I don't understand that concept and maybe that's like like you said they're just brainwashed to think maybe they grew up that way or they've been in that and that's like the only thing that I can think of to where you know it'd be like that but yeah no I always just thought you know crime bosses or like medieval times like the knights just kill the king dude take over the kingdom you're chilling.
2: <laughs> I will say the the thing that I think of when that sort of question is brought up, because obviously, it's like you watch the movies, and it's like this, yeah. you know, scrawny drug dealer is is you running, know, these, c- people. running these people yeah, all around, yeah. right? But in the case of like real world scenario, now it's like, okay, someone is in control of a ton of money, right? Like at BlackRock, Larry Fink, he's he was the founder of BlackRock. It's they control nine trillion dollars in assets, and combined with Vanguard and others, they control like twenty four or, or thirty two trillion dollars of assets, which is sixty or seventy percent of the entire world's wealth. Yeah. So, yeah, in that case, where it's like maybe some guy has that kind of power, you know, you would see those kind of um, people falling in line because they know what they can get out of it. Yeah. And. It's not necessarily something where it's like, you know, you're trying to gain some sort of power, like you're trying to gain power or anything like that. It's just that if you step out of line, what kind of resources does that person have? Especially if you kill that person, what did they have set up already to basically wipe out you or anybody else? Right. That's yeah. kind of how it's like, I'd imagine with somebody like, do you know the whole scenario with John McAfee? Mm-mm. So, like, I mean, he's a billionaire, yeah, yeah, okay? Yeah. And then he started to basically talk about, like, pulled an Isaac Cappy and talk about what bad what people are doing that's bad and everything like that, people of power. And then his condo with a whole bunch of documentation got blown up in Miami, and then he died shortly after that. He killed himself, apparently. But, you know, that's right, quote-unquote. It's like he was suicided. And that's the whole scenario. It's like, even if you have that much money, Somebody else has a lot more money and has yeah. a lot of resources right. to make these kind of things go away, and I think that's probably why. Like, plus blackmail. So, sure, I'm sure there's a ton of blackmail on people that makes them, you know, listen. But olden times, I have no clue. Yeah, yeah really <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> I don't know why knights would not just kill someone.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know about the knights thing. I, but something's very interesting. Um. This is kind of off-topic, but it, uh, there's a Viking show on, I think, is it Vikings, I think? It's on History, right? Yeah, it's on on History, or Discovery yeah. Plus or something. Good. Yeah, it's on Netflix now. <laughs> Love it. And you there's it a... No, I just
2: saw oh it on ne- the Vikings Valhalla is on Netflix, yeah, yes. and I put it in my list. So I, I started I, I
1: watching that. the original. It's I, so good with Ragnar Lothbrok.
0: So I started watching <laughs> Valhalla. I haven't yeah, seen the, the first one, but it was so interesting to me that the Vikings actually ran England for a while. They came in and and pretty much took over England, and I didn't know anything about that, about history. I mean, that was like blew my mind. I had to look it up. I was like, is this factual? And it's true. Back
2: like even like 800s or something like that? Yeah, something
1: like that. Um, The Vikings ran the whole world, basically. Yeah. well, The whole world was that area
0: to them. So, yeah. 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 But a Viking king was on the throne of England. Is that the
2: whole situation with, like, Scotland and I, and uh, Ireland and England now? It's like there's some king on the throne of Scotland that isn't supposed to be or whatever? I, I have no idea about I that. I don't know. <laughs> I saw something like that in passing, and I thought maybe that was, like, in relation. But
0: Yeah, but it's just weird to me I because I never knew that, you know, there was actually a Viking king at
1: one point. But,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was kind of off topic, but, you know, I just,
1: I just thought it was interesting to throw in. Watch Vikings, guys. <laughs> Way better than Indiana Jones.
0: Oh my Dude, gosh! I should, I'm gonna have to come up out of this chair in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you don't talk about indie like that.
1: I think Harrison Ford's overrated. Harrison Ford's a national treasure. Overrated national treasure, <laughs> for sure.
0: Wow,
2: this is a table <laughs> divided. <laughs> How can it stand? Oh man, yeah. I, I grew up watching indie, which is the weirdest thing because it came out like. 20 years before I was born, but i was gonna
1: say I'm older than you and I didn't grow up. Yeah,
2: watching it. we that was what we watched. I mean, there's like there was like maybe four movies we watched in general as kids all together as a family, and that was that series was one of those. Like we would watch the, the not in order either, and we didn't even watch the Temple of Doom because <laughs> my mom didn't like the whole grab your heart and rip it out scene yeah spoilers okay. <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i can't watch it, Thanks, yeah. Jack. Oh, it. oh shucks <laughs> but yeah no i mean i don't know man indie's such a great great series you get rid of the last two movies now i guess and you'll be happy with life. what's the best one
0: last crusade did you say raiders of the lost art um i like temple of doom best did you really yeah oh wow Last see that was my least favorite, but they're God.
2: all really good. Like that's yeah. that's my third favorite, but it's still really good. Yeah. I, like I
0: mean, I guess it's because whenever I was because I saw them in theaters, Oh, okay. and that's the one that Soul, I remember. I know I remember the most was going to theater and seeing that. Yeah. And uh, I my my mom got me a whip, and I had a whip when I went to see nice. it. I was you know all pumped up. But yeah, <laughs> did you get the did you get the hat too. I didn't have a hat. No. Oh man, so. Yeah, that's
2: that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. but there, I mean, the first, in my opinion, the first and third are awesome, and then Temple of Doom is really good too. And the, get rid of the last two, you can live without them.
1: But I'll watch well, the we don't Tem- know. I'm gonna watch the Temple of Doom, and I'm gonna give you a rating. Okay, next episode. All right. Well, we don't out. know about the new one. The new one, you don't think?
2: Though know, I think it's gonna be horrible. Man, look so at. Have you seen the reviews from people who've watched it on YouTube? No. Like those those movie reviewer guys. Like, there's, it's horrible. It's really? It's going to be a horrible movie. I am very disappointed. They changed the whole narrative that he's a, he's a weak, helpless old guy, which is why would you make indie if that's the purpose of the movie? But
0: it doesn't seem that way in the trailers, though.
2: That's what they, that's, I'm just saying, yeah. that's what was said in the reviewers' takes. So, I'm mm-hmm. still going to probably at some point
0: watch it, but I probably won't go to the theaters to watch it. Yeah. If
2: you do, you can let me know.
0: I don't go to the theaters. I yeah. had to take out a second mortgage when I go take my family to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tickets man. are expensive, dude. I mean, it's yeah. like seriously a hundred bucks to go to the movies for all of us. And not including popcorn, just tickets. You gotta go on Stimulus Tuesdays. That's true. Dude, yeah. Timu-
1: Stimulus Tuesdays was a big sell in the Regal days. Yeah. I don't know if Regal still does it, but
2: Well AMC does it on Wednesdays. Oh, okay. So you can go for five bucks on a Wednesday. Oh, that's cool. And I'm sure kids are like three bucks or something like that. So, and there's like free popcorn oh. and uh, I forget what, it's like a free upgrade of size of drinks or something. Mm-hmm. Like that. So you can probably get like a large for a small price or whatever. I That's don't
1: think cool, they do the buckets still of popcorn. Do they do the buckets still each year? I'm sure they do. I don't know. Back, wh-
2: back where I was at, up in PA, there was this one movie theater that every Tuesday, no, 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 every Thursday, my apologies, they would do... Five dollar movies, free popcorn that was just sitting on a table that you could grab, like as many cups of popcorn as you (laughs) wanted, and free water. So you could get water as well from their like containers, like Gatorade containers. So you could basically go to a movie, have everything paid for, and sit down in a pretty decent recliner seat for five bucks. And it was like, who is not going to take up that offer? Right. The crazy part is it was always like way empty. I couldn't believe nobody would go. So I I would just go and I'd watch like two movies that day (laughs) every every time. I loved it.
1: I went to a 4D theater for the first time to go watch Way of Water, Avatar, Way of Water. Um, No, I went to two different. I also watched Jurassic Park in 4D as well. It's a cool thought. I would not recommend it. Maybe. Well, here's the thing, because there's a couple of things. The seats, when the movie starts, they raise up. Right. I'm six one. It's (laughs) hard for me to get. It was hard. I had to get up and go to the bathroom. When you come back, the seats like. And it's like this tall and you're trying to like get in it. I think there should be a button to be like bathroom and it goes. (laughs) And like you can get out and it won't move. And then you come back and you resume.
2: I'm surprised that they wouldn't have anything like that.
1: But they don't. And so and then the next thing is sometimes the seats get out of sync with the movie. And it, it doesn't happen for very long. It'll happen for, like, maybe two or three minutes. But it happens, like, for two or three minutes every 20 or 30 minutes. It happens.
0: Oh, okay. Right?
1: Like, where the seats will be out of sync. And, like, and sometimes it was pivotal moments. Like, where in Jurassic Park where the the T-Rex is like, boom. And then it would wait a second or two and go. <laughs> and then it would go, boom. And it would wait and it go. And I'm like, dude, this is killing the movie for yeah, me. Yeah. Like you need to be on the timing needs to be right. Like I don't know <laughs> who programmed this. But oh, um man. 4D movies super expensive by the way. It's like 40 37 dollars I think. 37 it was like 40 bucks, 50 bucks after everything.
2: Oh my gosh. Like
1: popcorn and candy and That's and crazy. well. And
2: I mean, I like. guess it's only like like candy 20 dollars like, more than Going to see it in a normal theater now.
1: Go try it once, just to try it. Go see an action movie or something with it, but yeah, Yeah. it's very... Dude,
0: I can wait, and right now it's so nice because uh, they put movies out earlier. I'm like on Amazon, you can buy them pretty early. Yeah. So I just wait, man. I can, you know, 30 bucks, get it on the early release and...
1: I'm fine. What a cheap dad! What a rob <laughs> our money, our money of his experience, hey, childhood experiences. I,
2: the only time we went to go see movies as kids was one time on vacation every year. You get one day out of the year you get to go to the movies and see a movie. Wow!
1: So I don't blame you. I was a movie goer in my like early twenties, especially my college days. I go to the movies yeah. by myself all the time. I'd go to the movies by myself. And there would just be like, yeah. it was just good movies. I'm like, man, I can't watch two today, but I can watch this one today, that one tomorrow, and that right. one the next day. yeah. And I would go to the movies two, three times a week. And then, of course, you know, years after that, they come out with, the movie pass. Come see three movies yeah. each week. Yep. And I'm like, for $15 a month. And I was like, dude, where was that one? I was paying, you know, 12 <laughs> bucks a ticket, man? What <laughs> is you know, but no, nah, I mean, you know, I like the movies. Rich movie stars who sold their souls to entertain me for more money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I t- I
2: was going to ask you if you like if you believe any of that. Like do you believe in those kind of conspiracies?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. I okay. definitely think and that was my that was my whole thing with like some of those questions like I think billionaires are picked. Hmm. I think even if you had the idea, they pop you and they give the idea to one of theirs. I think billionaires are picked. I don't think that there is a person on earth that can just become a billionaire. I don't think that's a thing. I think that people think it's a thing, but also people don't realize how much a billion dollars is. Right. Right. Like, what's the saying? A million seconds is what, like 30 days or something? It's like 36 days. Right. And then a billion seconds is like 30 years. Or something like that. There's 10 years. <laughs> yeah, or so. it's something it, like it, that. It's it, a it, wild I, number. I don't know yeah. what it is, right? But the, the analogy well, is out there. 10 right?
2: times whatever yeah. the, you know... Or I'm sorry, not 10 times. It's, what is it, A 1,000 times. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And so I, I really don't think that people realize how much a billion dollars actually is. Yeah. Um, And you got these guys who've got hundreds of billions. Yeah. Tens of billions. These people are picked. I don't believe... And I don't believe they're picked by the United States. I believe they're picked by, like, some sort of world order, Mm. right? Like, because you have billionaires like Robert Kraft. He's not American. You have billionaires in India, billionaires in China. Um, You know, there's billionaires all over the planet. But I 100% believe that these billionaires are picked. And there's another thing, which is a little wild theory that I came across, like, while ago but it makes sense Mm
2: -hmm.
1: what if all the technologies that we have and all the advancements that we have are just on a list and they're just picking the dates hey you know what if they did find lost civilizations what if they did come into contact with aliens or you know interstellar beings and they have this technology and they're choosing at which points to release it to make it feel Right? 100%. In a, in a way, right? Yeah. And then picking the people who will introduce it to the world so that they can become... And, and I don't think it's about them becoming billionaires. I think it's about them being able to control the person, right? And control the narrative, too. But yeah. Are those people even people? Because that's another... That like We can go down this rabbit hole forever, right? Like, are these people even people? But I definitely think, like, uh, part of me is like, yes, I think there are eccentrics um, that don't really fit the mold of society and do things for like money or clout or fame or whatever the case is. Um, I don't think that it's really controlled for people who have, who have millions, right? I don't think it's controlled for people who have, you know, 25 million followers. That's like a drop in the bucket. You know what I mean? Like comparatively speaking, to some of like the 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 top voices or followed people in the world, yep. um, but presidents, any world leader, any billionaire, I think these people are picked. I think there's some sort of farm somewhere where they have a bunch of kids, and they're raising. No, seriously, know, they're I'm raising like these <laughs> kids, right? Are they clones? Are they not? Who who knows? Who cares? Um, but like I d- I definitely think that it's like some CIA NSA like or some w- sort of world organization Illuminati who live on a farm somewhere <laughs> in utopia <laughs> yeah. and raise these children and once these children get older Mark what do we say <laughs> you know kind of like kind of deal love that, yeah. and and then he goes you know okay it's time for facebook are you ready and he's like i think so and they're like no mark are you ready <laughs> i'm ready and then, boom, he's out in the world and he's a billionaire. Boom, that's it. Like, there's no, there's, I don't know any scenario where I have seen an interview or anything with a billionaire's friend. When have you ever heard somebody be like, oh, I grew up with Unless Jeff Bezos. Unless they're another billionaire. Yeah, I grew up with Jeff. Nobody grew up with Jeff Bezos. Who grew Who? Nobody's interviewed that guy. Who went to high school with him? Right. Right? Like, the only people who, like, the is the furthest back they go is, like, early Amazon days. Right? The wheels are already in motion. The machine already knows he's made now. Right? Like, he's the guy. And so, but there's never any scenarios where, like, oh, yeah, I went to elementary school with this. It's because these people don't live with us. <laughs> you know? They don't have the societal th- update. That is a, that is a... Conspiracy I 100%, 100% believe in is that billionaires are chosen. Well, presidents and stuff are chosen.
0: Yeah, also, I don't I don't have any notes on this, but it, you may know about this. Um, I've hold, heard um, Joel talk about it on um, Kill the Mockingbirds, um, the bloodlines of the elite. Oh, yeah, where there's, for sure. There's bloodlines where these people come from one bloodline, and they're kind of like all the presidents come from one central bloodline. All these people, all the elites that run the world come from one bloodline. It's kind of going back to what you're saying, you know. I don't mean, ta- don't
1: take this wrong word. What about Obama?
0: What about Obama? He's 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 part of the, he's like in him, him and. Uh, he's isn't he related to um, Trump some way. I thought it was. I don't there. know. I, did I didn't see. A, see that. I did
1: see a girl who did a school project on. Yeah, yeah, the, how yeah. Confidence huh. related, but like. Yeah. Well, and I mean. I wasn't trying to be racial. I'm yeah, just yeah. trying to figure out. I'm just there is a to specific out, you difference. Know, I, yeah, you know. I'm just trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out where you know where that happened. <laughs> yeah. Or it, even how well, I mean,
2: is happened. it is, it, is Obama biracial? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe there is some connection on is his mother that's white. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, it's his. Yeah, yeah, his his dad's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, there is a chance that there it's some connection in that manner, even if it's a yeah. half, you know, sure. connection.
0: I wish but I had a computer right now because there is like <laughs> this whole thing. You have a, smart you have a smartphone. Phone, right? I know, I know <laughs> but it's, I'm not going to be able to look it up that quick. Um, there's this whole thing about how um, the Obamas, like his mother or something, was a descendant from, um, like Hitler's.
2: I I did see Hitler's, that too
0: Hitler's um I, wife not his wife his... his uh his
2: not housekeeper what the heck is it called
0: uh butler No no the, <laughs> no the person no, he was he was going he was mistress. going to marry her His mistress, mistress. Yeah. Oh, okay yeah, yeah his mom what did you say descendant what did I say <laughs> I don't know
2: maid? I made yeah. <laughs> I was like
1: a
0: maid what
2: well yeah. she could have been a maid and then became a mistress yeah sure I don't know like I
0: was like you said maid I was like wait what but yeah that's out there there's like actually documents like Yeah, so he's he's connected to Hitler. Well, yeah,
2: I mean, (laughs) bloodlines in general have, like, been a thing that's clearly been ruling the world for a long time, some in plain sight and others behind the scenes. Like, I mean, if you look at the royal family or any royal family when it comes to kings and queens, like— until some of the societies became more democratically ruled by kings and queens or, you know, societally elected by kings and queens type thing, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the royal bloodlines in England and such, those those people have been, for how long, They even, though, even if it's not necessarily a perfect match bloodline to bloodline, they've basically selected each other through those bloodlines to rule. I mean... It's a wild scenario, too, because when you think about, like, I mean, the the, the claim to every conspiracy theorist's fame is the Rothschilds. If you're going to talk about any family, you're going to talk about them. But look at their bloodlines, how they were able to, to keep themselves in the same family, <laughs> you know, like, in a real weird way. But they did, and they kept the family together, right? Because no. a family that sleeps together stays, stays together, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? No, but in that sense, it's like, they managed to, you know, hold their money together, you know, in their own trusts and everything like that because of that, yeah. and that's what a lot of those families do. I mean, it's the weirdest thing, but they will do that. I mean, even like the DuPonts, right? That's a that's one of those that's more recent ish compared to some of the others, but like that's a that's a, that was a wealthy family that did that. They they were incestuous in a lot of ways, and yeah, they fell apart but that was not uh, by any means of you know um that wasn't by the fact that it was like they were attacked or anything like that they just made bad decisions and their kids were stupid you know you know that do you know that whole story with them Mm. the fox catcher story no
1: no no. oh fox catcher Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah like i mean that's that's partly inbreeding that's also partly just never saying no you know, right. to a kid, and mm-hmm. then he becomes an adult who basically thinks he can do anything and kills a guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, yeah, I mean, that that whole scenario is pretty bad. Plus, they, did, you know, just like every other family that has that kind of wealth, they feel like they can do anything, and so they're, they lose money because they don't, you know, properly uh, uh, get rid of toxic waste from their companies mm-hmm. and all that crap, you know, Monsanto, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, those families, those bloodlines, like, they're... They're wild and they go deep and they go far, far back, you know. Yeah.
0: It's it's crazy to think about. I mean, there's pretty much just like I heard it somewhere, five families that rule the world or something like that. I think it was eight. Eight families? I think it's eight. But
2: there's there's like a very <laughs> people come up with some names that I've never heard before. Yeah. And I yeah, I get like so wrapped up in it. And uh yeah, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's it's crazy to me to think about I don't I don't know. <laughs> well, there's that, ther- there's that theory, too, that there's, uh, oh, maybe, you know what, maybe you're right, it's five families that rule the world, but there's eight families that own London or something like that. I saw that one. Okay. And I was like, what? How's that possible? And then they, like, went into the whole details of who owns this part, who owns this part, who owns this part. And then there was one name that was also part of a family that supposedly ruled the world, and it started with a P, and I can't remember for the life mm-hmm. of me what the name was, uh, but I'm very disappointed that I can't. But anyway, it was, like, a name I had never heard. And then when they went into detail about, like, their history, uh, it was, like, they were the most powerful family <laughs> in the world that I've ever heard of, like, the wealth. But that's the thing, though, was like, those types of families. And the Rothschilds, the most famous and the one that's most known in this sort of world. But, like, when they get that kind of wealth or they get that kind of influence or they get involved in the right group, hence the Illuminati at that time or the Freemasons, like, you know, there's certain ways to kind of protect yourself and be protected, and whether it's by joining a group like that or by making billions and trillions of dollars, you know, because who knows how much money some of these pl- these families may have, like especially the like if you look at this the Saudi pr- uh, Crown Prince now it's like crazy how much
1: unimaginable wealth there's yeah. this,
2: there and there's is undocumented like mm. that's the thing is like people are like oh they only have like 1.6 billion dollars or 10.6 billion dollars, no. And that and that's one brother you're talking about that's one family member like you're wrong the way that these people are able to buy whatever they want and literally in any way that they want yeah. and do anything that they want like no they're in the trillions look oh at yeah, what, yeah. look at what they own look at the assets they own like you're crazy if you think that the Forbes list of billionaires is telling you the truth when it says that they're only that the Crown Prince is only worth like one point ten or one point one trillion dollar or billion dollars or something yeah, like yeah. that.
0: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah,
1: oh, I couldn't imagine. I always think to myself, like, what if I was born into that kind of family? Like that is so. Dude, I, I just I couldn't imagine being born with money. Yeah, does that like and it sounds weird. And, and I don't mean like leg house money or we go to Disney every year money. I'm talking about like. I have a live-in nanny, a live-in maid, my mother is never home, my dad's never home, I live in, you know, a mansion, and, like, you know, that kind of money. Like, I could never imagine. Like, especially the kind of person you would just be. Like, I have tendencies that are bad because my mom was a stay-at-home mom, right? And, like, I'm married, and, you know, sometimes I'm like, oh, I tell my wife, you're not going to do that for me? (laughs) She's like, "Uh, no, I'm not your mom. And it's like... (laughs) I'd be way worse if I had to live in nanny and a maid and stuff, dude. I'd be like, you know, I I just think that, um, ah, man, it's it's weird too because then you think, what about the children of these billionaires? They're not their actual children, are they? Maybe they're put there. Some of them, you know, you know what I mean. Like, I just who who knows? Like, it, it. I think it would be foolish not to expect that if billionaires like at least in my my conspiracy or my heart of hearts are like billionaires being picked like they would not have any sort of choice like they would be neutered like Im- immediately right like they would be their their ability to produce offspring would have to be taken away from them right in order for them to fit the agenda that i needed them to fit in because having a kid's a powerful thing man my my son's coming in uh, first of august and Dude, I don't even know this kid, and I'm willing to. D- dude, I cry over him all the time. My wife's like, "What are you crying for?" I was like, "I love him so much, you know. <laughs> I can't wait to see him, you know." But uh, like, yeah. you would think that like kids or family members or love would really have a huge impact, even if somebody's been trained their whole life or brought up a certain way their whole life to fit a certain role for a certain agenda. Like having a kid could just throw it all away. Right, because you just feel so, and and people always told me, you know, oh, wait until you have a kid, you're gonna feel this way, and then shout out to Brandon. I hope you're listening. M- my best friend Brandon, you know, he has three kids. I'm like, hey man, did it change? Do you like love them, love them? You know, like they say. And he's like, nah. I was like, what? And he goes, he goes, don't leave me wrong. I love, of course, I like love my kids, right? But it's not like people made it sound like it was going to be this crazy kind of love and it's it's love but i don't think it's a crazy kind of love and um but for me it's a crazy kind of love already you know what i mean it's it's like weird obviously i think it's like people's personalities and stuff but um yeah um i definitely think billionaire's picked <laughs> <laughs> well That's yeah and i'll be all of, yeah. the, of the my my whole view on and it and they're so. farmed they i don't want to say they're farmed but they definitely like <laughs> What's the movie? Oh, man. There's a movie um, where, I forget the name of it, where these clones are made for rich people. It was oh, the dude who yeah. played Obi-Wan Kenobi. I don't know what the dude's Ian name. Ian McGregor? Ian McGregor was in the movie. He starred yeah. in the movie. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, Is it The um, Island? The no. Island. Was that it? Yes. What? The Island. Is it I The think Island? think so. Is no? What is
2: that? The I've island. never heard
1: of that. I thought you were talking about,
0: it's like, a sci-fi Get movie Out or they, something like that. No, they make... Uh, they make clones, and then they're like, you know, if you guys are good, you know, you'll get to go to the island. But they're not really going to island. No they're going, they're, they're clones. And yep, they're it's gonna it's
1: called the island. Yeah, 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 yeah. and awesome. it's got Scarlett Johansson's in it. Yeah, what? Yeah, wow. Dude, yeah, they don't really go to an island. They're um, spoilers, guys. Spoilers. Yeah, yeah, spoilers. Oh wait, yeah.
0: They don't really go to an island, but they're going, and you know, their brains are going to get be, be replaced by. Not but their brains. That's
1: not how it works. Well, whatever. It's been a long time since I've seen them. All right. Well, let me explain it. Though. Okay, explain. it. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, the, it's a it's a place called the island. The movie's called The Island, um, and they live on this island. And this is and this is when when I when I uh, obviously they live on <laughs> it's called the island. But like in my brain, when I think of billionaires are picked, this is the scenario I think of. Okay. It's a ton of people, and they're all wearing gray jumpsuits. They go to mealtime. They're not allowed to touch each other. They're not allowed to have, you know, relations with each other. They are, they go to, they watch, they go to these classes and they they live in this very mono like monotone, like type of society. It is a very small, like number of people. It's probably like a few hundred, right? It's It's about a few hundred. And like he said, There's this big TV screen in like this common area where they walk. And it's like the island, the paradise where all of you will go, blah, 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 blah. Um, But you have to be lucky and be picked. So they do this lottery system. And the lottery system says number 42. But it's like a rigged lottery system, like the bingo ball kind of lottery system. And it's like number 42, um, something Duncan. What's the dude's name from the Green Mile, the big guy? He passed away. Is his name John Duncan? Um, I can't remember.
2: It's not John Duncan. It's something Duncan, though. Yeah, I don't know his first name.
1: Anyways, he's he's in the movie, right? And his number gets picked. Well, the thing is, is these people aren't people, and they're not going to a paradise. They are clones of very wealthy individuals. And when the wealthy individual needs a kidney or a brain or any sort of organ... They farm these them their clones. And so they go, oh, you've been chosen to go to the island. And they go to the island. Um, and it isn't until you watch the movie and you're watching it and you're like, dude, this is so weird. And it's like, you're not going to the island. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you you just want to go to the island. And J- you know Duncan's character comes out and he's like huge. You know he's like, yeah. oh, for me," <laughs> you know, and they're like, "What's going on?" He comes out and he's like cut open and his organs are falling out. And Whoa! Like, and so Ian Mcgregor's character, Scarlett Johansson's character, like Ian Mcgregor sees him, and in Mcgregor the whole movie's like, "There's got to be something else to this. Like this place that we live in. We're like why can't we all just go to the island? I don't understand why why we all can't just go." You know, and um, so he sees. Duncan's character and he tells Scarlett Johansson we got to go and he touches her for the first time and they're like we got to get out of here and they escape and they get to the real world and the first thing that they see is this huge billboard with Scarlett Johansson's character on it oh okay and she's like how do they know what I look like you know and they're just so not they don't understand what this world is that they've come into right um, and then the same thing for in McGregor, he sees like, there's like a movie trailer and it's him in the movie trailer. And he's like, "How? Oh, I've never done that before. And then that's when they discover like in McGregor meets his actual person, like the clone meets the person. He's like, Hey, um, you got to help us. You know, you're me. I mean, we, we care about things. And he's like, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. He's like, get, get in here for they see you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like calling the clone company. How the hell do you let this happen? The clone's at my freaking house. You know, whatever. Come <laughs> get him. And and so I don't remember what the ending of the movie is, but I pretty much already spoiled yeah, the whole movie. I was going <laughs> to so say,
2: anybody who was going to watch yeah, it, just listen I to this. I said spoil.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, um, you did a pretty good job, too. Welcome to AFK Discussions Movie Review. Um, <laughs> Ooh. But um, that's the whole premise of the movie. So mm. when I think of that, like, oh, billionaires are picked, that's what I think of. It's like this cut off thing from society where they're made to believe there's utopia that they're going to and you're and you get picked and you're going. And now you're Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Watch the movie, even though I've told you about it, like even me telling you about it doesn't do it justice. Oh, you still didn't spoil the ending either. So I don't know what happened. You should watch it. I mean, I guess you can make the It's it's crazy good. Yeah. Well,
2: and it's not a far fetched like in my mind, that's not far fetched from what I could imagine. It's like it's almost like a boot camp throughout your like your whole adolescence, I would think, or even your young adult, you know, life, the way that they would run you to be able to take on a Mark Zuckerberg position, a Jeff Bezos position, even and this might get people upset, but even an Elon Musk position, because mm-hmm. he's probably in the same scenario. He's just a counter robot <laughs> from yeah. the other robots. Sure. You know? I mean, the they're all anybody in that position with hundreds of billions of dollars or even multiple billion dollars like there's no doubt in my mind that yeah there's some somewhere along the line they were either plucked you know straight from you know oh you are you know you're a Harvard grad or whatever it is you know skull and bones initiate yeah. you know mm-hmm. you get this company you know and I agree with you in that sense I mean I may not agree that I th- that you think you know all of them are picked but I do th- billionaires I agree they're sure. all picked yeah. but millionaires you know there's plenty of people who can come up with ideas become millionaires and then i think they get then corrupted. they get corrupted yeah, and then yeah, they could become sure. billionaires so cuz there's a chance in my mind the way that it looks like with jeff bezos like his connections his dad's you know connections and things like that yeah he might have been you know already picked beforehand same thing with bill gates for sure you know based on his dad's connections to you know government and everything like that but there's others who it's like you know, where did the Walton family come from, you yeah. know? Yeah, maybe they were one of those people whose dad was just driven to destroy every other, you know, mom-and-pop shop that sold stuff right? and become the richest, you know, family in the world on paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know. It's a really interesting idea, and I will I will watch that movie. The yeah. Island, yeah.
0: Watch yeah. It. So, it's good. speaking of clones, I, I 100% believe that they're cloning um, celebrities. 100%. Cause I'm, I'm like the whole, um, Kevin Hart thing. Do you know about that? Oh, like yeah. the no, car no, no. crash? Talk talk about it. Let's hear it. So like he had a really bad car crash and you, they released pictures of the car. I mean, there's no way someone could survive. I know he's a little guy, but the whole roof is like caved in. And then he goes on the, this talk show. and It's like, yeah, this, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel better now in this version of me than I did before. And he's talking about how he's—he literally says, "I'm a clone."
1: That's crazy.
0: Yep. And then it's—it's it's also weird with him because he was on that—is it Ke- uh, Kelly Clarkson show, or some someone? I think it was Kelly Clarkson, and she said something about, you know, oh, you know, I sold my soul, or um, what you say we're being controlled by the Illuminati or something. And then oh, he's and he like, does the he's like finger. Yeah. Shh, I no, think I've, no, no, seen no, no. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Don't don't say that. You know. That's that's another weird one that just, like, I mean, I don't know what's going on with him because he, he jokes around a lot. But, I mean, I, I, he's, and someone made the point that he, even his comedy is different than it was before the crash. Like, he just seems different than he was. And then that's also, in that same vein, there's celebrities that are just, like, glitching out. Also, I like, mm. we were talking about this, the Shaq thing. Have you seen the Shaq?
1: On TNT yeah, when he's just yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. there and he's he like, just there he's like, there and he's, he's, just like, like pa- he's like pause. on, somebody paused him yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then the, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's like na, 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 na. like the, yep. the sports center music starts playing. he's like yeah man but, and they don't even like and maybe it's like a TV thing like oh we're not gonna acknowledge it because you know we're on air but it's like they didn't even realize that it had happened yeah yeah so is that a TV thing it could have been right like hey we're rolling you you know if he forgot his lines just keep going, you know? Kinda I don't cool. know. But yeah, like, I
2: mean, him and Chuck seem to be, like, they joke with each other right. all the time, so Charles Barkley. But, like, yeah, that was such a weird moment because, in general, it was, like, that show is meant to be general conversation, right. like this. Yeah. Like, you spitball ideas about a team and what they just did or what they're going to do. Right. And, like, when you freeze like that, I'm sure they wanted to throw it to him at some point, but they never did.
1: And he was just like...
2: Yeah, I, yeah.
0: It was the weirdest
1: thing. It was crazy. Yeah. On live TV.
0: Yeah. It's, and it's happened. That's happened other times too. Like Al Roker um, on the Today yeah. show. He also froze up for a few seconds. It's, it's, it's just weird. The, and, the it, matrix. It, not only the <laughs> matrix. I mean, maybe, Andrew T. knows all about it. The matrix. <laughs> maybe it's not even like, maybe it's AI stuff and the program freezes, you know? Who knows? I don't know. It just, it's, Gosh, well, this, if you listen to so many rabbit holes, you know,
1: I've said this a million times on the show. perceptions, reality. Like it tastes like steak. It smells like steak. It's steak. You know, like if you can't like if your brain can't tell the difference, like reality, your perception is reality. Right. Like if we are in a simulation, we'd never know.
2: Do you guys ever watch Black Mirror?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. So,
2: you know, that episode where the guy's <clears throat> playing the game. Right, he's yep. got the game in his head. Yep. It's the new horror game, all that stuff. Perception is reality, right? Yep. He perceives that he sees this giant. Sp- all
1: right, guys. So looks like we had um, some space issues on the hard drive or the chip over here. So um, we lost a little bit of the end of the episode and the outro. Um, no big deal. Uh, we'll we'll definitely have Jack on for around two. Um, but want to give a shout out to Jack. Give a shout out to Merkel Media um and as always going to give a shout out to reaper apparel go to Reaper reaperapparel.com um, get 10 percent off your order and then check out afk discussions on instagram and on youtube and then uh, jack do you have any social medias you want to shout out
2: yep the only social media i use is uh instagram and you can find me at jack the producer
1: awesome guys go check him out he's been he's been awesome guest jason yeah dude it's awesome um
0: I felt like more. I was more listening than contributing. It was great to just sit here and listen to you guys because <laughs> uh, this is stuff I love to talk about. But I don't know much as much about it as y- you guys do. So it was great to kind of get informed also with
1: uh, everyone else. Sure. So, Yeah. It's yeah. been a, it good a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, guys. Um, I guess that's it. I'll see you later. Awesome. Yep. Peace. Peace. to the balls But I have no time to listen Until nothing else that you spit I got your letter. Nothing hell
2: I feel For the same all this